Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Mel. And I'm Janet. Hi everyone, it's Mel. I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. This is such a precious time to remind ourselves on what we're grateful for. For me, I am very grateful to be spending this November with my grandpa in Taiwan. Whether it's walking around the food court with him at the local mall I grew up going to, or just having dinner at his little apartment, I am very, very grateful for this chance to be with him. In light of Thanksgiving, this episode is one that I go back to a lot. It reminds me to slow down and to really reflect on what I'm grateful for and recognize that it takes effort to practice gratitude. So whether you're listening to this on a stroll or as you prepare your Thanksgiving meal, I hope you know that you deserve this moment for yourself. You worked hard all year and I'm very grateful that you chose to listen to this episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi everyone and happy November. Thanksgiving is still a few weeks away, but it's never too early to start reflecting on the people, places, and things that we are thankful for. For the month of November, we have decided to select the theme of gratitude. One can argue that gratitude is the most powerful of human emotions. There have been studies that show that the benefits of practicing gratitude include improved physical health, better sleep, greater happiness, more self-esteem, stronger relationships, greater resilience, less anxiety, reduced symptoms of depression, and so much more. Gratitude rewires our brains, kickstarting dopamine and serotonin. Like antidepressants, these feel-good neurotransmitters activate the bliss center of the brain, creating feelings of happiness and contentment. Practicing gratitude not only helps you to feel more grounded and peaceful, but it also improves your ability to share that love with others, to give back, to say thank you, and to recommit to your inner values. However, gratitude doesn't come easy for most of us. We don't wake up every morning feeling like a million bucks and endlessly grateful for the good things in life. Yes, we can be grateful for the bed we sleep on, the fact that we have a roof over our heads, that we have clean, running water to brush our teeth with, and a toilet that works. But many of us don't think about these small conveniences that we have surely now taken for granted. The fact is, we're built for survival, not happiness. And therefore, gratitude takes effort. So ladies, what are some barriers or blocks that you think keep you from being grateful? Well, when I think about what prevents me from feeling gratitude, I actually 
think not about external things, but all about internal things. Mm. Meaning um, it all has to do with either my thoughts or my mood. So the first thing I feel like is when I'm in a bad mood. I find it really challenging to be grateful. And that's mostly because when I'm moody, I'm mostly having very negative thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing is when I feel very trapped in ego, Um, Mm. So that means when I'm focusing too much on myself and that could be either really negative like when I'm thinking when I'm really down to myself or um, you know if I feel like I I didn't get something I deserve which is kind of like a hyper you know thinking that you're more important than reality or or whatever it is. Uh, The third is when I feel fear Mm. like when I'm in a state of being afraid of something I'm not able to feel grateful for Mm. my present situation and then also I just think like when I'm not paying attention Because the truth is, if you're paying attention, there's a lot to be grateful for in any present situation, right? But when my mind is preoccupied, whether thinking about positive or negative things, like I'm not able to really appreciate what's around me. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Helen? I think the way that I see it, like as adults, we have so many adult obligations. We have like these endless to-do lists. And when we finally do get a break, we just want to, you know, sit down and let a Netflix show or some form of mindless entertainment think for us um and unless we are like actively trying to take time or take a moment for yourself to be introspective sometimes it doesn't feel like there's just room to reflect and just be be thankful for things mm-hmm. and i think to what you were saying earlier janet i remember at the beginning of quarantine a lot of people uh, fell into depression and i think a part of the reason for that is because for the first time in a long time we had to like slow down and actually face the thoughts in our head Because I do think that when your mind is filled with negativity or dark thoughts, when you are practicing mindfulness or gratitude, you're taking a moment of a breather and you're slowing down and facing and allowing yourself to like face whatever is in your mind first. And sometimes the negativity will overwhelm the gratefulness or the gratitude that you're actually trying to practice. Um, I also think that we live in a society where we praise this do more, be more, have more sort of syndrome. And even though I think ambition is good, I do think a part of that ambitious journey is just to be grateful that we can even have ambition in the first place and taking the small moments to sort of appreciate that journey. But I think a lot of us get caught up in this sort of like delayed gratitude thing where we're like, we'll only be happy when this thing happens. Mm. Um, And we don't recognize that it's important to be happy and thankful with where we are in the moment. I agree with both of you ladies. Um, For me, I notice I don't feel grateful when I'm always on the go. Um, I think Helen, you brought up a good point where I think ambition is a good thing. But for me, I realize when I'm not grateful is when I don't, when I lack balance in my life. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm always constantly on the go, all I'm thinking about is what's the next thing I got to work on? What's the next thing I need to do to move forward? I'm not sitting in the moment like, oh, wow, that took a lot of time to do. Or I don't sit in the moments a lot. It's kind of like comparing the micro versus macro. Like when I when I concentrate on the micro, like this is the stuff I need to do today. I don't get to take take a step back and look at the macro. Like what am I doing as a whole in my life? Like mm-hmm. let's, let's take a step back and think about um, how what you worked on affects the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when I'm able to step back, that's when I can really appreciate things. The reason I realize this is that like there are moments where like I take like time off and I go home or something, right? And my home life is really slow and quiet because my mom and my dad are just more, you know, their, their life is a little bit more routine. And so when I'm in those slow moments, I can actually reflect and spend time reflecting. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, Helen, you bring up a good point where I think reflection, introspection um, takes a lot of effort and time. And sometimes when you're always on the go, the time you have left, you just want to like Netflix and chill, to be honest. And like, that's something I personally feel like I'm facing in shelter in places. Like, I do feel fulfillment when we're hitting our goals for ABG. But sometimes I feel a little like tired because I'm like, I'm always, I always want to work instead. And 
when there's only like an hour or two hours left in my day that I want to spend, I want to put on like this is us and just chill. But like, you know, sitting down and being intentional with your time, it takes a lot of thought and effort. And so I think that's why a lot of people can't be grateful for times, you know? for things but one thing I did notice is that I feel really fortunate that we have the podcasts and a lot of our episodes are topical that you know we're required to reflect and for me I think about like dang I didn't if I didn't have this time or episode to record I wouldn't have this moment to really be grateful Mm -hmm. for the things I have Mm -hmm. it kind of shows again that like you do need to set aside time to be intentional Mm -hmm. with your you know with your time and your mind actually that's a really interesting point because I do have like a forever to-do list and Part of my to-do list is like, here are shows and movies I want to watch. Mm, but there's no that. section that says, here is time that I want to take out for myself to just reflect and be grateful for the things that I mm. currently have. Yeah. And yeah, I, when I was working on my old job, I for sure, there was never a time where I was just like being able to reflect like mm-hmm. we do on this podcast and mm-hmm. actually feel grateful for the things in our lives because they are pretty topical. Mm-hmm. I think gratitude is like, a muscle like any other mm-hmm. muscle in your body and yeah. you do have to flex it you have mm-hmm. to work it out you have to actually schedule time to yeah. get in a session you know yeah. and lift some gratitude muscle weights mm-hmm. you know um and yeah that that is very important yeah. yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I think that's something that um, like I feel like I've seen as I've deepened my, my meditation practice, a lot of mm-hmm. why I appreciate it is because it starts to m- make you understand that what you think mm-hmm. is a muscle, mm-hmm. practicing your mm-hmm. awareness, right? So the same thing is like physical strength and yeah. gratitude is a type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like it is an intentional um, or it's maybe not thinking, but it's like where you put your attention. Yeah. So it's an intentional thing that you are like in a focus on something mm-hmm. positive or something that you're grateful for. I think I finally understand meditation now. Right? <laughs> no, actually when Janet's bringing up this point of meditation, it makes me realize that like, I don't know if, you know, you listeners feel this way too, but I'm someone that lives in the future. So if you're living mm-hmm. in the future, you're not really appreciating the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And meditation goes, you know, just be in your breath, be in this mm-hmm. current moment, this current time. And I think meditation really allows you to kind of slow down, mm-hmm. you know, and really appreciate what you have now. And so I think, Jay, you bring, bring up a good point. Or just awareness, mm-hmm. to develop awareness like, oh, I am always thinking of the future. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I am always thinking of my to-do list. And then you start to understand how does that affect my actions, right? Or how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Janet, you mentioned uh, meditation. Uh, What are other ways that you practice gratitude in your day-to-day? That is a great question. I actually was kind of like stalled because meditation, I wouldn't say I practice gratitude during meditation. Like I think I do it more for like to be aware of my thoughts or to like feel Mm. more like calm or take a break. Mm -hmm. I guess the other thing that I that felt like might be kind of obvious-ish is like sometimes when I take yoga classes, teachers will at the beginning Mm. or at the end tell you, you know, thank yourself for showing up today or be grateful that your body can move this way today, right? But outside of that, I felt a little bit like, oh shit, I'm actually not doing very much to like focus in on like what are the things that I love about my life right now, right? Mm -hmm. And then I thought a little bit more about, okay, well, maybe I don't practice gratitude daily, but during the times of year when it is a good friend or family member's birthday, Mm -hmm. that's usually the time that I really like because I generally when I write birthday letters whether it's in the form of a card or like a message or a text message or whatever it is I really try to think about like what do I appreciate about them what makes them unique in my life Mm -hmm. right and so I'm like oh okay that is actually a time of year that I I do practice a great amount of like intentional gratitude for Mm -hmm. the people in my life is like during their birthdays Mm. how about you ladies the birthday thing that's just, that's so true Janet like I, I'm also like you when it's someone's birthday I do write it but I never thought about that that is a moment where you're like I'm gonna take a slow moment to mm-hmm. like really think about and reflect about what you mean to me and what mm-hmm. you know actually when I wrote your uh, birthday card I like teared up while writing that I know. <laughs> 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 
I never even read it. What'd you, what the heck? What'd well, it's a personal card, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, you're next, so. <laughs> yes. Um, Write me a letter. <laughs> so for me, it's funny because I do have a gratitude journal, but I haven't really written in it in a while. Um, but then in general, I just like journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think journaling is a time where I feel like this is time I set aside to be like, Mel, write out your thoughts and your feelings. And um, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I'm actually very soft and nice to myself in my journaling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm nicer mm-hmm. to myself in journaling than I am in, in non-journaling form or just in my Maybe head. Maybe when you're thinking in your head, you're exactly. more meaner to yourself. I'm definitely more mean to myself in my mind versus on paper, I'm just more nicer. And I, I think for me... There's something very therapeutic about it because I'm like, you know what? Like, as I'm journaling, I feel like I'm able to reflect and be more grateful in general about certain things. There's two other things that come to mind. Um, There are moments when I feel like, again, like I'm always on the go that when I do call my mom and I have like an hour-long conversation with her, afterwards I always feel very grateful to have my mom because just a nice catch-up conversation, I realize how much she cares for me. And like, Mm -hmm. she's the type of person that she jokes around. She's like, I feel like I'm your personal assistant because she'll bend over backwards to do things for me when I don't even ask for it. And I'm just like, she'll be like, oh, hey, I listened to this thing that you kind of mentioned earlier. And I was like, oh, I didn't ask you to, but she'll do it. And so I'm like, during those calls, I'm like, wow, my mom's really there for me. And I'm like, really, I, I feel really grateful towards her. Mm. I think another thing I do, um, you guys both know that I my type of love language is words of affirmation. I like to receive words of affirmation, but I like to also give it as well. And there are moments in time where maybe I'm just being reflected during a moment, but I will, when I feel a certain way about someone, I will write out a, a thoughtful message. And I think I felt this way probably two months ago or a month ago with you both. And like, there are times with, with you two and my other friends where I'm just like, something hits me and I'm just like, you know what? I am so appreciative of you. And I know I say it like, maybe like, thank you here and there. But like, I really want to sit down and just say, hey, there's no special occasion, but I just really want to say how thankful I am for you both. Mm-hmm. And I get into these random moments, maybe because I'm just like, I'm a feeler, but when I feel something, even though it's like not the right time or it's on an occasion, I, I have no problem just writing it out because I think for me, it's just like, I don't think it has to be your birthday to be grateful or thankful for someone. And so I always feel there's a net positive for sharing how you feel about someone versus, you know, not sharing at all. Mm, I like that. How about you, Helen? Um, for me, the way I think I unintentionally practice gratitude is every 1111. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've said this on our Dear ABG episode um, before, which if you haven't tuned in yet, it is on YouTube and we release episodes every Sunday. Um, but I have, yes, this thing where every time my eye catches the clock at 1111, I make a wish and I unintentionally check in with myself and listen to my heart and listen to sort of my innermost desires. And sometimes it's a wish that I make for myself, but I, I've found that more often than not, it's it's also a wish for someone else. Mm. Um, and I think in these moments where I'm making a wish for these close people in my life, I am always very much washed with like extreme gratefulness that I even have them in my life because I recognize how much they mean to me. Um, so much that I have to like, give my wish to them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, lately I've been keeping my 1111 wishes down on a notepad on my, on my laptop. Oh. Um, because I do want to reflect on what it is that my heart desires in those specific moments and how it changes over time. And as I'm writing it out, I'm also seeing who it is that I'm really thankful for. Um, and that is a way that I sort of unintentionally, I did not plan this, but it is a way for me to sort of reflect daily to see what it is that I'm grateful for and also what it is that I want in life from like a bigger picture perspective than like checking off my Mm, to-do list. Another thing that I do every day is that I will stand on the ledge where my living room window is and I look out. 
I live in a condo that is 10 stories above the ground, so I have a pretty good view of the buildings around me. And I do this because I am trying to get a break from the day. But whenever I do it, I always feel so much gratitude just kind of like wash over me. And maybe it's the contrast between like the very still hot air in my condo because I don't have AC right now, as you ladies know, um, with like some airflow outside. But it it makes me feel alive and sort of just like connected to the world. Mm. Um, And sometimes it's just like looking around and seeing, you know, people walk their dogs or go on a run or families with baby carriages or whatever it is. It makes me feel really like grateful that the world looks okay and Mm. things are moving along and i'm able to like look up and see a plane fly overhead and see that the skies are turning blue from from all the fires and it just makes me feel very grateful to like be alive and be healthy be surrounded by people you know that i love and things are just generally okay and i think this practice sort of just slows me down takes me out of my work mode or focus mode and makes me forget about like everything else that is going on because when you see it from this perspective it's sort of like everything's gonna be okay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. life is fine mm-hmm. whatever it is you're going through um there's also this like quote from gandhi that i wanted to share that um i i think about not frequently but i i do go back to sometimes and it, it's uh he says i was sad that i had no shoes then i met a man who had no feet oh. and i think that really puts everything into perspective Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So now we're going to walk through a gratitude exercise. Um, There is a video on YouTube that Helen introduced us to where Oprah talks about gratitude. We're going to try and walk through this exercise together. Um, So wherever you are at this moment, if you're listening in, please pause what you're doing if you can, um, or pause this podcast until you're at a place where you can safely close your eyes. So let's all together, we're going to close our eyes. And let's pinch the tips of our fingers together between our thumb and pointer and middle fingers. And we're going to breathe in. And breathe out. 
and feel your energy pulsate through your body. Inhale. Exhale. All while keeping your eyes closed. And let's just think about this day. This day during which you've inhaled and exhaled thousands of times already. This day where many of those breaths were taken for granted. We just expected them to come. This day that you've been allowed to encounter and experience, whether it be a normal day, mediocre day, or a very challenging one. Think about all that you've been through every day leading up to today. That's a lot of days that have passed. Think about all the days that have brought you to today. Think about this day. And no matter how difficult today was, open your heart and say, thank you. You're still here and you get another chance to do better and be better. Another chance to become who you were created to be and what you were created to fulfill. Breathe in. Breathe out. And say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's open our eyes. Yo, I got like teary eyes. <laughs> I did. You, did you too? Well, that was a beautiful exercise. Oh, thank you, Janet. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. You have like the perfect voice That's for that. Holy moly. <laughs> I know. Well, ladies, following this exercise, I'd like to ask what is coming up for you right now? Um, maybe what are two things that you feel really grateful for after doing that exercise? Just no thinking. Ugh. Feelings. Ew. Just feelings. Colin feelings. hates this. Uh, something that I was thinking about um, and grateful for, very grateful for, is my health. Mm. I think I had a long period of time where I did struggle with my health, and, and that is a pretty private part of my life. Um, but I am very, very thankful for my health and also... Uh, the health of my friends and my family members. And I think about that all the time. Aww. Second thing that I was thinking about today, because you said, think about your day today, mm-hmm. is you ladies and just ABG in general. Because yeah. yeah. I think it is an extremely scary thing for us to have jumped into this full time and just imagining that this could be something more than what it was when it first started. And it is becoming more. And mm-hmm. I am extremely grateful that I am in on this journey with the two of you. No. Yeah, fuck feelings, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck feelings, yes. Ooh, put that on a shirt. Yeah. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> you said the same thing, actually. Oh, well, the second thing. Um, when Janet was saying, like, think about your day and um, just all the breaths leading up to this moment... I think I had a really good day with you both today. And it's something I feel like, I know we work and we see each other like, you know, twice a week, but I feel like today was just such a good day to kind of reflect and be grateful for the opportunities that really have come, like came to us. Like even today, like being being able to laugh with you two, despite what's going on, I feel like laughter is such a good way to feel good and happy. Mm -hmm. And like, I, to be honest, like I just haven't been really feeling like myself the past few weeks. And it has been difficult for me to actually be happy. You know, happiness wasn't something that I... I lived in or felt in so long and today just felt really good because it's just like one I was happy in the moment like being able to laugh with you guys and just have a good time in the moment 
And, you know, we did some things today that for future opportunities coming for ABG. And it's just exciting because I'm just like, damn, like, one, I'm excited because shit's coming to us, you know, and in a good way. Yeah. In a good way, you know. It's not like hitting the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like a party. Um, but I just, I am so grateful for the, for the opportunities that are coming to ABG. And I also feel really grateful that I get to do this and experience with both you guys who are my, like, best friends, you know. And I feel like if I were with anyone else, it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel the same. My level of gratefulness wouldn't be the same. And I feel like the wins that are, that are about to come feels like a collective effort and thing that is coming to all three of us. I'm just so excited. I don't know. It just feels like a breath of fresh air to feel like this again. Like, mm. especially as, you know, as I was going through this, like, lull and feeling, like, meh, that today just felt really good, mm. you know? So that's what I thought about you three. Or us. <laughs> <laughs> the so third person in the room is person you, in the room with us. <laughs> listener, you. Yeah. But just, I just feel very fortunate because I, th- I do think, like, when we started this, we were literally just, like, normal. We were still normal, like, we're women. Still normal. We're, we're still normal. We're still normal. Um, stuttering like crazy. But, like, you know, I feel like... um. It's funny because we were talking about gratefulness on the car ride, you know, before this recording. And I was saying, like, I'm really grateful because, one, like, I, I do think that, like, whatever we're doing with ABG, it's something I've been I've been wanting for the longest time for so many years now. And, like, to finally be in a place where ABG is, I don't want to say thriving, but we're on, the, we're on this growing Mm-hmm. this growing path and i'm just very excited but janet how about you i know you're guiding us but i yeah. know that was beautiful thank you that for was beautiful that. thank you i am gonna have to echo what the both of you said is my first thing right and i think it is hard to kind of i think especially because we have stepped into this full time for the last it's been six months now mm. maybe almost seven months mm-hmm. oh wow yeah i feel like it's kind of been nose to the grindstone a bit right even if we've been kind of <laughs> So that's saying what that means is like you're so focused on just like what is happening immediately. Uh, I haven't really been able to pull back to kind of really, really mm -hmm. deeply take in Mm -hmm. like what we've done and the progress. Um, And even just like before today, I mean, before we started this recording, we're like, wait, how many retreats is this? I was like, dang, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, Mel, when you pulled up your phone, you're like, oh, actually a year ago we were doing this Mm -hmm. just right, you know. And, And to your point, Part of getting here today involved doing a little bit of um, a stop at a very special place to discuss a very special project that, like, if I stop for a moment, I'm like, never in my life would I think that I would be able to do something or be offered a potential opportunity to do something like yeah. this, right? Ooh, the vagueness is killing <laughs> me. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so my, my first thing was just, like, so grateful for all that we – like, yeah, how – the fuck do we get here is yeah. kind of like a little bit of it yeah. like to imagine that it's been three years that we spent the first year and a half working full-time jobs doing mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and then that we somehow were able to jump in and we haven't torn each other's hair out you know <laughs> like we haven't been able to do this well work together and also the second part is very importantly maintaining our friendship and I feel just like like damn how did I me Janet get the opportunity to do this with you ladies you know so I'm incredibly thankful for that and for the two of you and especially also because it like my birthday just passed and I have to tell you like both of you individually threw like a surprise for me right and like I was deeply deeply moved by both like and they were I don't know so it was just like I just feel lots of gratitude for both of you Fuck, and for man. this opportunity I'm crying now. <laughs> damn before um, Mel what <laughs> so but for our listeners i'm sure you're like you listen to all of of the three of us you know ooze about each other yeah um but the thing also because i wasn't necessarily reflecting since i was i was bringing us through the exercise Mm -hmm. but i felt a sense of gratitude that 
knowing that potentially we have a platform where in those like I don't know was that like 20 seconds that potentially my voice and that our voices could be offering a sense of peace to someone somewhere Mm. like that is amazing because especially during this time it's not easy to feel at peace and honestly I feel a great amount of gratitude for you ladies and all this stuff but when we leave this hotel room and we go back to life like there's a lot of stuff that we're each individually dealing with right Mm -hmm. Um, but to know that in this moment that we can do something with our voices and that that could bring someone like a moment of peace like that's pretty amazing and that's like why do we have that i don't know but we for some reason it's here and we're so grateful for it yeah this is so therapeutic (laughs) so many ways i'm really touched what janet's saying because i think right now living the moment like it is a thing because man this month has been really hectic for us and i don't you know we don't share this a lot with our listeners but like doing abg it's it's not easy it's really not you know and i adding on top of like our personal things that we're going through and I think all of us have felt like ups and downs during the shelter in place. I think right now in this moment, I'm just like, wow, I feel like so overcome with like love because it just, and it feels kind of overwhelming because I'm like, I haven't felt this in so long. That's why I'm grateful for episodes like this because we're able to sit in moments like this and really reflect and mm-hmm. be grateful for what we have. And I know that uh, for those of you listening out there, it's probably like uh, you're listening to, to us and feeling it maybe vicariously for us. But mm-hmm. I, I really do hope that you're also taking the time um in that moment and rewinding back to janet's voice to take that time for yourself Mm -hmm. and really try and practice gratitude on a daily basis as much as you can because i will say that like this past you know a couple months that we've been doing abg full-time is the first time that i've ever sort of just sat back and Mm -hmm. reflected and become very thankful and grateful for things too and i think that really does lead to um, like what we mentioned earlier that in the intro, right? Like better health and happiness and contentment and all of these things that are actually mentally and physically good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to continue on this, you know, gratitude train and for us to, you know, give you guys maybe some example questions to ask yourself. Um, so ladies, what are two things that you take for granted but actually feel very thankful for? Janet? Um, so as I mentioned, I recently celebrated a birthday and I turned a very ripe age of 35 years old. <laughs> so right. So the first thing that I'm thankful for is to be at 35 and still be able to move my body to run and to do yoga. And I know 35 does not sound that old to a lot of people, but actually it is nearing an age where it is really challenging at times to get your body to do things. Um, so I feel a great amount of gratitude for I guess if I were to connect this, like that my mother pushed me into dance when mm-hmm. I was younger, that I could like start from a really early age to appreciate movement for the body so that I could continue and at 35 still be able to find enjoyment through physical movement. The second thing is, this is something that probably a lot of our Asian American listeners can relate to in a lot of Asian families. As the eldest child, you feel a, a great sense of responsibility for, um, you know, being there for your parents and while I do feel that and I am the eldest child of my family I have in the last couple of years really come to appreciate my younger sister mm. who actually lives a lot closer to my parents than I do she's like 15 minutes away I'm a little over an hour and the last couple of years she's just taken a lot of initiative with things like when COVID happened she messaged them and was like don't go grocery shopping let me know when you need to go so that I'll get mm. stuff for you or you know when like different activities come up for the holidays she'll initiate the the family text like hey let's go and do this Mm -hmm. you know um or even like our thing now is like for any birthday or mother's day or father's day she's always like in charge of the card like that's her thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i I just that's like a small thing that i'm like wow i'm really grateful for 
a sibling who cares so much and steps up like that. So thank you, Patty. Aww. <laughs> How about you, Helen? Um, well, since you said the second one, I was just like, damn, I'm actually... Sorry, Annie, you were not part of the two that I thought of, <laughs> but I am very thankful because she lives in Boston with my parents and, well, my parents take care of her kids, so she's <laughs> probably more thankful for them that they're there, but I'm thankful for you, Annie, if you're listening, for taking care of my parents. Um, yesterday or this past week, she was showing me how she like had filled out their voter registration and make, made sure they were like ready to vote and all of that. I'm like, I'm just so glad that you are able to take care of them and help them with all like the paperwork and internet stuff and how mm-hmm. to use like FaceTime and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> um, so yes. Thanks, Annie. I guess you were first. Okay. For my other two, things that I take for granted um, but I'm very thankful for. I think my my grandparents, mm. um, I don't see them enough. And I know not a lot of people uh, have their grandparents around anymore, especially since most of my friends are now in their 30s. Uh, my mom's parents live in LA and my, my dad's mom, my grandma, lives in Boston and she lives in a senior assistant apartment living situation. <laughs> I don't know what it's <laughs> called. But I don't see my grandparents enough in LA, even though they're pretty close to me. Um, I think it, I, I try to visit them at least like twice a month and bring over food and things like that. But ever since COVID happened, I haven't been visiting them at all. But every time I do go by, they are so happy to see me. And every time I go by and I'm just like, oh, I should, I should come by mm. more often. And I just don't, you know? Um, and even if it's like standing outside the window and just seeing them like, you know, smiling like that, I know it means the world to them because they, my aunt's not letting them leave the house either because mm-hmm. they are old and mm-hmm. um, they're going through things themselves. So um, that is one thing that I do want to do uh, more of. The The third thing is water. Um, clean drinking water. I drink a glass of cold water after I shower and before bed every night. And it's become a routine that I actually don't think about um, at all anymore. And I was just thinking about how when I was living in India, like we were advised to not even rinse our mouth out from brushing our teeth with tap water. Like you had to use bottle, bottled water. Oh, wow. And so... I remember when I was there, I was so thankful for water that came out of my fridge. Mm. You know, that's something that I don't feel any like feeling for whenever I just go to the fridge and get a cup of water. But um, yeah, maybe that's something that I'll try and just be like, thanks, fridge. Thanks, water. Yeah. (laughs) How about for you, Mel? You both hit on like topics I wish I put on my list, but in my head I was like, they're going to talk about that. So I won't add that. But (laughs) The sibling thing for sure. Like I'm like grateful for my little brother because he's close. He's at home with my parents and my grand my grandpa. When you said about like even that little just talking through the window, there's I, I I see the light, the smile that lights on my grandpa's face when I just call him for ten minutes asking him what he mm-hmm. ate for dinner. So I know like a call really means a lot. Uh, but my two things are number one is I do have a roommate. Darlene and I feel like it's not that I take her for granted. Like whenever I'm home and we have deep talks, it's so great. It's really therapeutic for me I just want to show even greater appreciation for having a really good roommate because if I had a shitty roommate my living situation would suck because like this is my home I come to but having someone like her she feels like my wife in a lot of ways (laughs) that we discuss like you know decorating together and she's there for me when I feel like down and she's always like really attentive to me for example if I'm having a bad day she's like Mel I'll give you your space she's just very good about that and so like I think it's really rare to find a roommate that you could live for like three years with it's been three years living with her, and it's been seamless. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I think that type of dynamic is really rare to find, so I'm really thankful for her. I may not say it enough, but I am grateful for Dar. She's amazing. The second thing I was thinking about was 
I'm actually grateful for the ability to vote and do things as a woman. You know, I think that's something that I, sometimes you go about your day to day and you don't realize these things weren't open or available to women years ago. And, you know, as we tackle episodes on voting and just women's rights, I'm like, dude, these are things people like fought and died for. And I should really be thankful for. I'm just really fortunate to have the ability to have voted in this past election. I think in the past, I just took it for granted and it was like, oh, it's okay, maybe I won't do it or whatever. I never saw the significance of it, but to know that people have fought and died for this right as an American woman, I feel very fortunate to be able to exercise my right to vote. So another thing that I heard from listening to Oprah over time that has really resonated with me is that we tend to be grateful for things that we expect rather than things that we observe or what can be seen as delayed gratitude where we make this like ideal scenario of what we expect for example if i get a house and a family one day i'll be happy i'll be grateful if abg becomes a huge thing i'll be grateful but if you are grateful for the fact that you even have the ability to be in the day-to-day pursuit of these things you can then become grateful for the present rather than postponing it for the future Mm. so ladies what are two things that you want to learn to be grateful for now So for me, I would say one of the things that I'd like to learn to be grateful for is being in a state of wanting a partner but not having one. Mm. And I think there can be a lot of potential positives to meeting a partner later in life. Um, For example, uh, when you're perhaps more established in uh, more aspects of your life, uh, like your lifestyle, your values, and things like that, um, you know, the more that I know about myself, the higher likelihood that I can find someone who might be a good match. Um, But still, um, I'd like to learn to focus more on kind of the positive sides of that and the benefits versus focusing on the feelings of wanting a partner or feeling of loneliness. The second thing I would say that I'd like to learn to be grateful for um, is my experiences with depression. Um, And I think this is something that probably now this year, 2020, I'm sure a lot of people went through various um, experiences. There's a huge range of depression, right? And um, I've struggled with it on and off again in the past. And for periods when I have been feeling good, I've been able to feel grateful for the not so great experiences. Um, But I think especially given 2020, I think most of us are in have experienced some state or know someone who is um, or are currently experiencing some sort of depression. And I think it's something that I would like to, in current state, learn to be more grateful for and to see the positive side of. What about you, ladies? The first thing you talked about is also on my list. Um, So I wrote, one thing I want to learn to be grateful for is the time we're currently living in and that also connects with with being single. Um, I think like Janet, like, you know, being single during this time, you feel extremely lonely. It's a type of loneliness I haven't felt like ever because I feel so isolated from interaction. And so the longing for a partner is actually stronger than ever before. Mm. Um, but I also, see, I wanted to be able to see the positives of being single during this time. And I think my relationship with being single goes in and out. Like there are days I'm like, I feel so fucking proud to be single, independence, whatever. But there are times where I really long for companionship. But during this time, especially as I really want a partner, um, I want to be grateful for this time of solitude because I want to be grateful for the fact that I think maybe I'm evolving. I think Jenny told me this. You're like, I know you're having a hard time, but look at all the stuff that you're evolving into as you're about to enter your 30s. And I, for, for me, I'm thinking about like, yeah, this time sucks, but like I can't wait to be able to look back and be like, I overcame this feeling. 
this is stuff I think I need to tackle being alone versus with a partner. And I also think about the opportunities I'm able to possibly get or think about or consider not having a partner in my life. You know, I talked to you ladies about like maybe living abroad one, like maybe next year or one day. And I feel like if I had a partner, my decision might be kind of influenced by that, right? Mm-hmm. Having thoughts or wants that I can maybe explore being single that I probably maybe can't if I were in a relationship. Um, the second thing I want to learn to be grateful for, and this kind of ties with, you know, the current times is that, you know, I'm someone that I get attached to like the previous person I was dating or been with. And it's really hard for me to, I guess, be single dur- during this time and not have a partner to like kind of be grateful or like be in love with. And so I'm always thinking about the previous relationship I had. And I'm someone that takes a long time for me to let go. I want to be grateful for the idea that maybe I'm not in a relationship that may be bad for me. And so that's something I want to learn how to do and kind of accept why things didn't work out. And it is maybe for the better. But as of now, I can't see why it's for the better. And so I want to get to a place where I accept that, hey, Mel, something greater and better is out there for you. And honestly, if you stuck with this thing, you would have been in a relationship that might just detriment, you know, yourself and your self-confidence. So be grateful and accept the fact that that it is what it is. Mm. And so that's something I want to learn to be grateful for. How about you, Helen? Ooh. Is anyone else feeling all like tingly and like, ooh, no, <laughs> the feels, that... you know? Um, I feel like this question, I'm like always so like spazzy, God. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> you're, you're both like so good at this feels talk. Um, I think this is a hard question because when you ask what are things you want to learn to be grateful for, it means that you're bringing up things that you have difficulty facing Mm -hmm. to be grateful for, right? And the one thing that sort of came to mind is that I want to learn to be grateful for my younger self and all that she's been through. Mm. I would say that um, she went through some very tumultuous internal struggles when she was younger. I was younger, mostly, you know, as a teenager and even into my adult, young adult years. Um, And sometimes when I think about that little girl, I cry very heavily because feelings (laughs) because I wish I could have done something for her Mm. and taught her how to like love herself and that she would be okay. And sometimes I try to forget her, but I know that I don't want to reject her. Mm. So I think even to what you were saying earlier, Janet, about the whole like depression stuff and Mm. being really able to like own it and see that. Um, there is, yes, it's, it's a very sucky thing to have gone through in life, but there is something that comes out of it where you at the core of you become stronger as a person once mm-hmm. you can overcome it and you can be stronger for someone else too. So for me, I think the one thing that I'm struggling with and I'm getting there and I'm close to there is just being very grateful and thankful for basically all of the experiences that I've had to be the person that I am today. That's Meow. beautiful. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> I mail when I am backward. <laughs> It Helen, was not awkward at yeah. all. Helen likes making sound effects. <laughs> Yikes, okay. I, I, when you say that, I just think of becoming. Like, there's that word, mm-hmm. you know? Well, actually, it's interesting because I never thought about um, mm. viewing yourself or your past self as, like, a separate person and as a way of kind of con- concepting, like, yeah. a, a past experience that you might find difficult to accept, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure that's something that a lot of our listeners can also relate to, no matter if it's an experience or whatever it is. Because yeah. I think when you're younger, you go through so many, like, negative thoughts and insecurities and all of these things that now you, as an adult, you're like, oh, I wish I could have, like, held your hand through that. I wish yeah. you, I could have saved you from all of those things. Mm. Yeah. 
I think through like the process of therapy and things like that, you start to separate yourself from the person that you were before so that you can grow into someone else that you want to be. Yeah. I think that sort of like separation is sometimes difficult to accept because then you're separating yourself from your past versus yeah. trying to accept your past. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting to a place where I am accepting my past and trying to just, you know, be be happy with it Mm. and i know we speak in very vague terms here but you know (laughs) yeah your girl's got some shit going on and she's working through it (laughs) yeah i think when you're talking helen about like you wish you were there for your younger self to like hold her hand i always think about this thing i journal about is about you want to be your protector Mm -hmm. you know i think Mm -hmm. as you learn to accept your past and the things you went through your current self is a strong, resilient woman that literally is a protector for the young girl and for so many more people that are maybe going through things or maybe are about to go through things, but with you standing by their side or sharing your story, won't have to. Mm. So I think in, in some ways, as you talk about your, your history and your past, all that stuff is needed for you to build a strong shield for other people who are going to be going through things and you're protecting them for things that might have come that may not. Very true. This question is kind of more focused on us having to reflect on ourselves Hmm. what are two things that you appreciate about yourself well i was thinking in two ways one like serious and one like my hair but um (laughs) um, but you know in all seriousness my first thing that i want to acknowledge is that i do appreciate my ability to to want to feel not to feel but want to feel Mm. i know it sucks sometimes like you guys know i'm the most emotional one but i enjoy feeling the emotions like i'm not angry but crying sadness and all this stuff because i know the outcome and the result is me better understanding who i am and i love that feeling of like being so self-aware because i had a moment um i shared this on the podcast like what season two or one that i feel like i lost myself during one of my relationships and i wasn't aware of where i was going who i was and that breakup really just kind of put things into perspectives and I just love wanting to better myself and being just like in tune with my body and my mind and soul. And so for me, that is the ability to want to feel and to feel. The second thing I will say, though, is that I don't recognize all the time. And I don't want to acknowledge because I don't know why, but my roommate, Darlene, is one that told me this. She's like, Mel, you know, you are so courageous. And I, for me, that's never a word I would describe myself ever as. I was like, I'm not courageous. I'm nervous. You know, like I don't, I don't feel like I'm courageous all the time. But if I had to reflect and look back at my life and what the things I've, I've gone for, I'm the type to take risk for the idea of success with my career or, you know, I'm not afraid to go after my passion right after college, even though I was a little afraid, but I did it in the end. I was like, you know what, Mel, like, I'm proud of myself for being able to do that. I'm able to see the outcome now. Like, I'm so proud of the path I walked. And the second thing is that when it comes to courage, I'm not afraid to fi- to face heartbreak in the pursuit of love. Mm-hmm. Love is something I don't feel a lot. Um, saying I love you is something I'm hesitant to say in a relationship. But I will risk that heartbreak and feeling like shit to find that love because I want it so bad and I know I deserve it. And so for me, that takes courage to accept that I might get hurt through the process, but I'm willing to go through it to find that. So I think those are the two things that I, after reflecting, I will say I appreciate about myself. Mm. How about you two? Um, I like how you said your hair earlier because I wrote down my swag. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Last> true <year>, though. <laughs> um, I, I feel like this question is also hard for me to answer. But something that I do feel proud of myself for is how resilient I think I am. 
um, I think I am able to step outside of myself and really see things from a bigger picture perspective. And I think, I, I think I shared this in like a, the past where I think Mel or both of you might have been like, why are you always so like optimistic or half glass yeah, yeah. full? And I said, oh, it's because I think I'm going to die at an early age. So it's like, why the fuck not? Right. Um, but so maybe it's a little bit of that. But I think it's also I've gotten to a point where I I, yes, I do focus on the little things. I am a perfectionist. I do, like, the minute details still matter to me, but I am able to take a step back. And if shit hits the fan, I think I'm able to see the positive in the shit that is hitting the fan and turn, turning that shit hitting the fan into something beautiful. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, I could, I could see the good in something. Mm. And thus, I am able to be resilient from whatever is mm. happening to me. And I don't think I was always that way because... When I was younger and super just in my like fine-tuned perfectionist mode, I could not step back and I could not see why something was happening for what what it was. Um, so I think that was more of like a, a learned thing over time mm. where I was able to be, become more resilient. Secondly, related to the thing that I was kind of talking about before, I think I've just become a stronger person because of the things that I have gone through and that I've experienced the lessons that I've gone through. And I am, I guess, appreciate or proud of the fact that I really do, at the core of me, feel like I found a foundation for happiness. Mm. And I think that is an extremely difficult place to get to. And I don't know how I got here, but I actually I do know it's a lot of therapy. <laughs> and it, it just feels good to be at this place where I'm like, as long as I build off of what I have now, I am happy. And that also makes it easy to be grateful for everything that I have in, in my life. Wow, you guys went deep and, and very detailed. I just have Jenna's two words. like, my words. beautiful face. I know. <laughs> my voice. No. Yes. That, you know, <laughs> makes you feel good to do it. I, I put my patience mm. and my persistence. Girl, those are That's good. What the heck? But I don't and really they rhyme. have. No, they don't. <laughs> patience, persistence. Both start with P. Yeah. I, I was like trying to, as you guys were talking, I was like, damn, I have to give a reason why or like explain. Um, why do I appreciate patience? Actually, I can say that as a child, I think I was not very patient. Um, I was actually a very naturally kind of anxious and like uh, frenetic child. <laughs> My dad was constantly like, slow down, take mm-hmm. a breath. Um, and I think probably a lot of the patience has just come with age just like my body is forcing me to be slower. <laughs> um, no, but I think just generally, yeah, with age, it's it's a little bit of learning that um, things take time and that uh, when something happens, it's never the end of the world or whatever it is. So uh, developing, and I guess that works for persistence as well. We get asked questions a lot when we go to like, you know, college, uh, you know, talks and stuff where students are expressing this extreme like, you know, the anxiousness of graduating and how do I know that I made the right decision and like, or like, oh, how do I, how do I stop comparing myself to people? Mm. I was like, honestly, you know, like everyone imagines that success is like this clean point A to point B, but it is a squiggly, you know, like tangled web. And what that means is your path is going to look so different than someone else's. So at any given time, you might be below someone or above them and then give two years, that could completely switch, right? Mm -hmm. But the key is you still have to keep going, Mm -hmm. right? To get out of your loop or to see the upper high end. And so I've seen that time and time again, persistence is just like, no matter how shitty you feel, no matter how much you think you failed, if you just keep going, Mm -hmm. you'll eventually arrive at a place that is good. So that's it. (laughs) I love that. No, that's awesome.
Okay, so we are actually on a retreat, the three of us, um, where we are just knocking out a bunch of recordings, and we decided to record this section a little bit later. So what we did was we kept a gratitude jar. So throughout the weekend, if we felt grateful for something, we would write it down on an index card, fold it up, and put it in the jar. So we're going to read some of those. All right, I'll kick us off. Aw, I am grateful for how good your hearts are, truly. I think that was mine. (laughs) (laughs) Written at 2 a.m., Oh, after lots of whiskey and wine, (laughs) but no less true. (laughs) All right. This one says, I am grateful for Mel volunteering to take the floor for our recording. (laughs) Very true. That's a very unselfish thing to just volunteer. That's Helen. (laughs) I know. Jen and I are sitting on um, our own beds and Mel's on the floor just to paint a visual for y'all. Okay. Oh, okay. So mine says, realizations of what we deserve in life. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. These are all anonymous, by the way. I am grateful for nights of fine dining with the fine ladies. Yes. This is Janet's. I, I, <laughs> you I, know I, my I, handwriting. I, like I, know, I could just like read it in the way like you'd write it. Or I could, I could hear it in your voice. I know it's Janet. I am grateful that Mel drives us all the time. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. I am grateful for our faith in each other. Oh. Yo, are these all 2 a.m. ones from Janet? <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same color. <laughs> We have like a Sharpie pack of 20 and like, all of these are, you know, maroon. <laughs> yeah. I am grateful for our undefinable dynamic. Mm. And I actually would agree with this. I am grateful for this jar. I love seeing you all take initiative to feel. I know it's not as easy for you all. So smiley face. Oh, I know who this is. <laughs> Food delivery. <laughs> <laughs> to the point, you know, we like that. This is definitely a 2 a.m. one. <laughs> What's it say? <laughs> I fucking love that we can just have fun. Just us three. And it's written very uh <laughs> Wait, did I write that? Oh I don't Helen. Know. <laughs> I mean this is definitely not Janet's handwriting. And nor it's mine. Nor it's not oh, mine. Sure. Thankful for the listeners. Uh can't read that word. Um uh or that one. Uh, <laughs> supporting us through the Oh, supporting us from the beginning? Thankful for the listeners for for <laughs> thankful for the listeners for supporting us from the beginning. That's Aww. sweet. That's sweet. That's good. Knowing we'll get old together and continue not giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these are pretty funny. Wait. Did I write this one? I didn't write that. I one. got that looks probably like <laughs> what were you? Same handwriting as the one that Mel wrote. Oh, you know, I'm laughing because like we were so we were dancing last night, kind of just celebrating. We like to have dance parties, and I don't remember seeing you guys both go to the jar. Actually, no, I have a photo of you guys going to the jar, but last night I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember writing that one. Also, like how Janet's gets like super deep and poetic, and I think I think that's mine. It's just like no, I love how we can fucking be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Take out <laughs> food delivery. <laughs> All right, here's my last one. That we can have a super fun night, just us three, heart. I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's... <laughs> which one of you two? <laughs> that's not me. That has to be yours. That's not me, I swear. No? <laughs> Mystery person. Well, that was our jar. Is there anything else you guys want to add that you guys didn't ha- give it, get a chance to, like, really quickly? I don't think anything that hasn't already been said, but I'll say it again just because it can't be said enough. I am incredibly, incredibly grateful for the two of you and for our time together. The fact that we can go to a lovely restaurant and then come back and dance and drink by ourselves 
and have a party for like seven hours. <laughs> oh, shoot. Was it? Think oh, about wow. it. Yeah. We went to dinner at nine, nine and we went to bed at like two to three. So oh, hey, like five hours. But that's a lot of time to be able to just fully entertain ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. Be so happy and just like lost in like blissful happiness. Yeah. You know? Agreed. I think we had a very good weekend getting to know each other on a deeper level. And it's it's cool. I think everything that I, I wrote about like the fact that we can just have fun together and grow old together mm-hmm. and learn about each other and still love each other. It's like it's it's a nice feeling. Yeah. So this morning we're watching Architecture Digest and as we're watching the houses, I can't help but think that like I can't I could just see us as like having our own families and coming over for picnics and pool parties. So when I was watching their backyard, I just that's like automatic thing that came into my mind. I was like, oh, I can't wait for us to do that. Mm. So really, I, I really do in some ways feel like we're gonna grow old together, even though like you know we're not couples. But I really do think like I could see us like doing these different like milestones in our life moving forward together. Well, thank you for joining us on today's episode, kicking off the month of November and the month of thankfulness and gratitude. We hope you can continue to practice gratitude more and more every day for a happier and healthier lifestyle. Doing these simple practices will increase the sense of gratitude you feel. And that feeling of appreciation not only improves your relationships, but it also helps you bring more love into your daily life. And if you want to support us, here are some ways you can help. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with the friends that you are grateful for. And if you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or buy some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. We are also very active on social. Our handle is at asianbossgirl. If you resonate with our podcast, let us know in the comments of our IG post with five things you're most grateful for today. You can also find us on YouTube where we've been answering your listener-submitted questions on a show called Dear ABG. It comes out every Sunday, so make sure you tune in. It's basically like our second podcast, but now you can put a face to our voices. Also, we are doing shout-outs at the end of each episode. Congratulations to Winnie, who just purchased your first home. Your friend Nicolette shared that you are both listeners and wanted to send you a big congrats on being a new homeowner. And if you have any other shout-outs you'd like to give to a friend, you can email us at shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye!